Sometimes mistakes provide us with opportunities. Today we're going to talk a little bit about that. What's happening, podcasters? This is 1000 Podcasters, and I'm Brian Ensminger. I'm a podcaster and a podcast editor, and I want to see you be successful with your podcast. This particular episode is part of a series. It's coming from a challenge, David Hooper's 30-Day Solo Podcast Challenge, and it's also part of National Podcast Post Month. You can find links to both of those in the episode notes if you want to check those out. Today we're talking about mistakes, and I don't know about you, but I don't enjoy making mistakes. I don't like them personally, and I especially don't like making mistakes in public. And I think if you're like most people, you're probably in the same boat, that you would rather avoid mistakes rather than make them. But sometimes trying to avoid making mistakes will keep us stuck, which is also another mistake, or perhaps curtail our opportunities to grow. But what if there was an opportunity, a way to gain the growth and learning that comes from making mistakes without the pain of making the mistakes ourselves? Today, I'm going to talk about learning from the mistakes of others. And specifically, I'm going to share with you three mistakes that I've made. My hope in sharing this is that you will be able to avoid some of these mistakes if you haven't made them already so that you can bypass some of that and skip some of the pain that I had to go through. And even if you have, maybe you can commiserate with me a little bit on some of the mistakes that you've made, and we can share our learnings together. So I'm going to share these three mistakes with you. The first of them was when I was getting started with my first podcast, The Engaging Missions Show. I've talked about this a little bit before, but one of the things that I recommend people do is that they choose one person to be their guide, and then they follow that person's advice. And for the most part, I did that. I, I know I've shared about this just a couple of days ago in terms of launching the show and some of that stuff. But one of the things that I think I did wrong was I also got some additional advice from somebody else. And that other person recommended a microphone that ended up being a bad choice for me. Frankly, it was not a great microphone anyway. When I was first getting started, I was on a pretty tight budget. I had about $250 or so to get the show going and to keep it going until it could be in some way self-sustaining or sustained through something other than the work that I was doing for the company that I work for. So I made the call to invest less than what I could have to get a microphone because this other one was recommended as a good option from a well-known podcaster. And so I went ahead and bought this. It was a headset microphone. The microphone on the thing was, to put it lightly, pretty much garbage. And so the first 25, 30 episodes of that show sound like that's the microphone that I was using. And I didn't have a great experience with that microphone. Truth be told, it was better than using the microphone that came built into my laptop. Maybe not by a huge margin, but it was certainly better than that. But it was not a great option. And I really wish that I had followed the advice of the person whose course I was going through because I would have had a better experience. He would have recommended a microphone like the Audio-Technica ATR2100, which is actually what he recommended. It's about $60 to $70. It's a microphone that I recommend for, for people from time to time. Another one that wasn't available at the time, but there's also a Samson Q2U package that has has a boom arm and a bunch of other stuff for around $100, $105. I've got links for both of those in the episode notes if you want to check them out. They are affiliate links, so if you don't want to use those, you don't certainly don't have to. But if you'd like to check them out, those are there. And those are some of the things that I might have recommended for myself if I had known then what I know now. But that was one of the things that was a mistake for me. And if you're looking to buy a microphone, you don't have to break the bank. You don't have to spend $500 on a microphone, a professional microphone, an interface and stuff like that. But don't buy the $20 headset microphone on Amazon either. Go ahead and invest $50 or so in a good microphone, and that'll help quite a bit. The next one 
was a podcasting choice that was actually recommended by the person who was giving the course that I went through. And this is something that I wish I had done differently. I followed his advice, which is fine. I got started. This is one thing that I wish would have been done differently. The recommendation at the time was to separate out the place that was holding the media files, the audio files for my podcast, and the way I was submitting that to the various directories. In technical terms, this would be one is the media hosting company and the other is providing the RSS feed. Now, if that's all techno babble, don't worry about it. But what ended up happening was I used Libsyn to host the media files, perfectly good company, very happy with them. And then through my WordPress website, I used a plugin called the Blueberry PowerPress plugin to provide the information to the various media or various podcast directories like Apple Podcasts and the other places like that. And this is absolutely fine. It's just more complex than it needed to be. Looking back, I wish that I would have either chosen Libsyn or Blueberry. Neither one of them are a bad choice. Neither of them, neither of them in my mind are the wrong choice. What I wish I had done though, is just gone with one solution rather than taking two and blending them together because that created some complexity that frankly I didn't really need. And the third mistake, and this is a mistake that I've made multiple times. It's one that I continue to struggle with. And it's this, sometimes I have a guest on my show that kind of kind of falls flat. And I have a tendency to want to honor the time that they've put into doing this interview. And I want to honor them as a person. And so I put out something that maybe isn't the very best for the audience that I have. And this is where I'm actually failing as a host. I'm failing to do the right thing for my audience. And this is something that I'm continuing to work on. It's a challenge because I don't like to tell people no, and I don't like to hurt people's feelings. But the truth is I could actually be hurting a lot more people's feelings by putting up that one person's interview than maybe if I had just said, you know what, this didn't really work out. That's something I'm working through. If you have suggestions for me, I'd love to hear from you because this is a tough one for me on an emotional level. I really want to honor everybody as best I can for the time that they've put into something. So those are three things that I've done wrong. And one thing, one of them that I continue to struggle with. These are, these are some of the mistakes that I've made. And my hope in sharing these is that you will be able to avoid them or at least plan for them so that you can be set up for some kind of stellar growth in the year to come, whether you're just getting started, whether you're waiting to get started, or whether you're just continuing to grow. My hope is that these will be valuable for you. Here's my question for you, though. As you look over your podcasting journey over the last weeks or months or years that you've been either interested in podcasting or been a podcaster, what are some of the mistakes that you've made or what are some of the things that you would have changed? Hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Top Tier Audio, and I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear you share some of the things that you wish had been a little bit different. If you'd like to connect with me personally, you can find me at toptieraudio.com. That's where you'll find links to my social profiles like Facebook and Twitter. You'll also find ways to send me an email or to connect with me if you'd like to talk about a consultation or perhaps setting up some editing or just talk to me about getting your show launched. All of that is at toptieraudio.com. Thanks so much for listening. Now go out there and make a great podcast.